One slate. One slate. Dale Lowe-owned Jalen Brunson goes for 60 fancy points. Vanderbilt and Olenek, massive foul shuffle. Vanderbilt, smashing in the first half, plays 30 seconds in the second half because of foul trouble. Olenek loses huge, huge minutes due to foul trouble. Hendrick Nunn shoots 2 of 24 at low ownership, and I just missed the cash in peace. Once again, I ask, one slate, two guys, not one, two, in massive foul trouble in Vanderbilt and Olenek. No one runs worse, one slate. That is the recap there, guys. Uh, Prospects once again had another profitable day. So it's been the same. It's literally just running back the same thing over and over for me. DraftKings, get someone either injured or in massive foul trouble, just missing tournaments. Win it back and more in prize picks has literally been the story of my week the last week. So, um, yeah, on two for three on prize picks, Kelly Oubre just missed. Uh, otherwise, would have had another full sweep, but... Still solid. We took the over on Brunson, Brunson fancy points and the over on John Collins fancy points. But yeah, guys, uh, NBA props, they don't have them up yet. They have some Australian basketball up. But um, if you guys are a first-time uh, user, you can use the code DKDFS. That'll give you a 100% match up to $100. If $300 to play with on the site, check it out. I've been having a lot of fun and making a lot of money over there in prize picks. Um, so we got a four-game slate on Thursday. I mean, I'm just, I know it's going to be like, there's no even point of me getting even upset anymore, right? I'm, I'm going to get someone in massive foul trouble, at least one or an injury. And it's just, it is what it is. It's going to continue to happen. Uh, it's been like almost a month straight now, every single day. It's, it's, it's quite unreal to be honest, but hey, we'll, we will move. So Dallas and Brooklyn first game here, Dallas, Luka Doncic, $12,000, um, yeah, Great spend up. I mean, the Nets play very little defense. We saw what Giannis just did to the Nets. Absolutely smashed. We, we talked about it on Patreon. Optimal spend ups, getting at least one of Giannis or LeBron. Um, and Giannis absolutely crushed. So, um, Luca, even though price would go up, I still think he's a very good spend up there. The rest of the Mavs, Christian Wood is 7-5. Um, I mean, he's going to play probably high 20s minutes. He's a fine tournament play. Tim Hardaway Jr. is questionable. If he misses, should be a little bit more run for Spencer Dinwiddie, who went from a 28 minutes in the first couple games to 38 minutes. So that is somewhat significant for a guy like Dinwiddie. Um, the rest of the Mavs, just kind of filler plays. Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, we know what these guys are. 3 and D, they're most of the time going to give you like 15 to 20 fancy points. If they knock down their shots, they can uh, give you a little bit more. Maxi Kleba's 4K. He's been playing mid-20s minutes. I think he's fine. So like this grouping of like Bullock and Kleba and Dorian Finney-Smith are all pretty similar plays to me. Javel McGee's 3.6K. I mean, he's... Their starter, but technically their backup. He's playing backup minutes, right? He's going to play, you know, 12 to 14 minutes, but it'll be productive when he's on the court. So he's like playable. Don't think I'm going to get to a guy like Campazzo. I know he played 13 minutes last game, but I don't think it's necessary. Um, and then if Hardaway's back again, just downgrade uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. On the Brooklyn side, so KD, Kyrie, fine contrarian spend ups in a small slate. Neither are going to be optimal, but both are playing huge minutes right now. Both should see, you know, 38 to 40 minutes. So. Both KD, Kyrie, Sal GBP plays. Uh, ben Simmons is 6.4K. I'm just fine with him. Played 34 minutes. Did surprise him to stay out of foul trouble that game. Nick Claxton is 6K. He's been consistently in that, you know, 25 to low 30-minute range. I think he's a fine GBP play. We've seen the ceiling from him, uh, but also is a guy that is prone to foul trouble. Royce O'Neal is 4.7. You know what you're getting out of Royce O'Neal. He's probably going to give you 37, 38 minutes and give you somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, low 20s fancy points most of the time. Um, so he's a fair value play. Joe Harris not seeing enough minutes for me right now. And yeah, I think that's it for the Nets. Moving on to the Clippers and the Thunder. So 
So Paul George, uh, questionable, but I, I thought I uh, saw yeah was likely to play. So I think he's leaning more towards the um, probable side. And if he does play, I think he's a solid spend up. Great matchup, no Kawhi, no Marcus Moore. So do like Paul George if he does play. Avicii Zubac, it just really depends on the minutes, right? I always say like if you think he can crack thirty plus minutes, he's going to be a great play. And the two games he cracked thirty plus minutes, he absolutely smashed. But the other games he played low twenties minutes and busted. So like. And there's no rhyme or reason, really, for, for, for Zubach's minutes. So it just kind of depends on uh, Ty Lu and his rotation. But yeah, if each Zubach plays over 30 minutes, he's still a good play at this price point. Uh, no comment on the man at 5,500 there at small forward. Uh, Reggie Jackson and John Wall, they will split the point guard duties. Uh, probably would give the edge slightly to John Wall over Reggie Jackson. But um, neither are going to be a priority place for me. Marcus Morris is out starting the lineup for the Clippers. I would think that they go Reggie, um, the man at 5,500, Paul George, Batum, Zubac. So I think Batum would stay in the starting lineup. He's 4.2K. He did only play 18 minutes last game, though, so that was a bit uh, underwhelming. Robert Covington's 4.8. He played 21 minutes, but his minutes probably go down a bit, as does Terrence Mann, who started. His minutes should uh, tick down. Luke Kennard might lose a couple minutes, so... If Paul George is back, um, it does really affect everyone. If Paul George is out, then it's going to be a similar situation to what we had last game. All right, for the Thunder, so no giddy. Shea Gildas Alexander is a good spend up. Um, he's going to have to do everything for the team. Sure, now sure, we're not going to get three steals and three blocks every game from Shea, but I have no issue if you want to spend nine point three k for him. Um, and you did see uh, Dort and Man get really solid run too. Um, Dort, I guess I think he had a little bit of foul trouble that game, but Trey Man. Um, played 36 minutes. He absolutely smashed. Now, with Trey Mann playing alongside SGA, he did to be a bit more scoring independent. So I would say last game a bit of an outlier for him. But if we're going to get, you know, mid-30s minutes, then I think he's a solid play. I just I'm not convinced we will for, for Trey Mann. And then the rest of this team, is just really hard to trust anyone. Um, you know they're going to play a very, very deep rotation. If you want to take some shots and guys like JRE or Pogoshevsky, or Mike Muscala, um, Aaron Wiggins, I think, had like a decent game, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I went for 32 fancy points when he's 3-9, like he's okay. Hedrick Williams is 3-8. Again, he played 25 minutes. It's just, it's hard to really trust any of these secondary guys. But if you want to take some shots from these cheaper guys in a tournament, uh, GBPs, that's fine. Miami Golden State. So um, Miami going to get an up-tempo game here against the Golden State Warriors. Jimmy Butler, 8.6K. Orvik Contrarian's been up for me. I think I prefer other uh, guys on the slate. Bam and Abayo, Tyler Hero. This is probably where I look. 7-3 for Bam, and then 7-2 for Tyler Hero. Um, Hero kind of had an off game tonight, but I do expect him to bounce back. So like Bam, like Hero. Lowry just indifferent on him. He'll play big minutes, but um, no wheel. He's not a priority play for me. He loved Martin. Um, most likely plays like 25 or so minutes. He's a fine secondary value, as is Max Drews off the bench, who does have a ceiling to knock down his shots. But uh, yeah, that's probably it for Miami. Moving on to Golden State. So tougher matchup here. I think Steph Curry's a fine tournament play. Basically always, you know, when, when Steph's around 10K, he's always going to be a solid GBP play. Never really someone I prioritize. Wiggins is 6.9K. I mean, he's been pretty consistent. He's going to give you mid-30s minutes most likely. I think he's solid. We're cool. A little bit more up and down, but we saw that uh, Jordan Poole does have, you know, 40, 45 fantasy point ceiling when he's really getting it going. And then Draymond and Clay Thompson, I think, are still playable, even though they're, they're uh, still on a limit. You saw 29 minutes last game for Draymond. Clay Thompson got ejected, but he was probably on pace for like mid to high 20s minutes as well. 
Uh, um, as far as the other Warriors go, Looney, Wiseman, they'll split the center minutes. They're both secondary plays for me. Jermichael Green, his minutes are kind of up and down. He's playable. He never really trusts Steve Kerr, though. With DiVincenzo out, Moses Moody did have a solid game. I would say don't expect three blocks and a steal for Moses Moody, but um, in a large field tournament, yes, you can look to him. And then finally, Memphis and Sacramento. This is probably my favorite game to target. Um, two teams that will play fast. Two teams that will play very little defense. Um, yeah, I am still on tilt mode from Dylan. If, just, if Dylan Brooks did not play that last slate, I would have won all the money because I would have got at least one of John Morant and Bain in my lineup. John went for 63. Bain went for almost 60. But when I played him, no way. 3 of 16, 4 of 11, bust, finally fade, 14 of 21, and a career high for Desmond Bain. Just adding to the proof, right? Just adding to the proof. No one runs worse. Uh, but yeah, John Morant, Desmond Bain. I mean, Dylan Brooks didn't play a ton, right? He only played 24 minutes. He was awful. Two shot, two of 13. But hey, 13 shot attempts, that's that's what Dylan Brooks does. So it does make John Bain a bit riskier with Dylan Brooks in that lineup. But I still think they're 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 firmly uh, in play on this slate. They just don't look as good with Brooks being there because Brooks is going to shoot 15 times for some reason. Steven Adams is 5'4". I mean, he should play around 30 minutes. Kind of just indifferent on him. Santa Claus Aldama has uh, has continuously played around 30 minutes. He's a decent shooter. I think he's a fair value play. You saw Conchar move to the bench with Dylan Brooks there. He's also questionable. So um, if he misses, I don't know if I want to go to any of these other bench guys. I mean, Brandon Clark is not playing a lot of minutes right now. It's kind of disappointing. He's being productive in the minutes, but... Um, I don't think I can get to anyone else. I mean, maybe if Conchar misses, maybe you do see some some more Tyus Jones like playing alongside job. But um, yeah, that's really it for Memphis. And finally, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the answer is also yes. I'm still tilted about Owen Sabonis the other night. He is absolutely breaking the slate. I'm like sub 10% ownership. Early on in the third goes to the bench, never comes back. Mike Brown said, ah, I just liked what I saw from Rashawn Holmes and Chesme Metu. Sabonis is literally on pace for like 70 fantasy points. How do you... But yeah, one of Fox or Sabonis, this game says competitive, should absolutely smash. Um, Fox has been really solid, averaging about 50 fantasy points a game. Sabonis hasn't been as good. Again, has dealt with some foul trouble, but and then he got benched last game for who knows why. Uh, but yeah, both Fox and Sabonis I do like. And then we did get confirmation that Keegan Murray is going to start. I don't really know if it changes a ton. Like, he's still going to play big minutes. So, like, I'm not really going to go jamming Keegan Murray to my lineup. So, like, he's still, like, he played 33 and 38 minutes off the bench. So, it's not like, again, we're going to see a huge minutes increase for him. But I still think he's, like, a good option in the mid-range. I would rather play Keegan Murray than Harrison Barnes if I'm going to choose one of those wings. Kevin Herter's 4-9. Um, I mean, he's like a fine secondary play. 34, 31, and 20 fancy points, but should play around 30 minutes. This grouping of guys off the bench like Monk and Mitchell and, and uh, Davis are all fine tournament plays. They'll go with the hot hand, as I said. Um, so I think I played Malik Monk here. Um, he went for five fancy points. Didn't play him here. 44 fancy points. Yeah, they will ride the hot hand. Um, you know, you saw it was Terrence Davis early in the season. Um, yeah, he went for 28, uh, but then the minutes went down. It was last game, it was Malik Monk. It could, so they're just going to go the hot hand there with those guards off the bench. 
Rashawn Holmes backing up uh, Sabonis. I mean, if you think he gets benched or in foul trouble, then sure, you can play him. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to Casey Okpala. No way. So that's going to do it for Sacramento, guys. And that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you, have, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I do appreciate everyone watching as always. And I'll see you guys in the next one.